Hello, family and friends. We're here for day three with Derek and Jody Bollinger, and really just excited about sharing this testimony. And I know Derek is rip roaring, ready to go to start day three with continuing on with where he was yesterday. So, Derek, I'm gonna kick it over to you. Yes, sir, Greg. Honored, honored to be here again, uh, uh, day three. And I just want to kind of go off of what I was saying yesterday. If those of you that were listening, but was talking about being in that prison, going in there and getting on my knees that day because I had been shooting drugs and stuff like that and wanted to definitely get off of that. But didn't know how, didn't know Jesus, didn't know, you know, had no relationship with him at all. And just knew I was in a dark hole and, and, and didn't know didn't know any way out. And it's a hole that I began to dig for myself, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, and anyway, they'd, they'd come and they'd locked us up. They'd, they'd put us in maximum security, so they'd sent me to a level five or level well, they, with Tennessee it's a little different. The max is max. Okay. Uh, New Mexico, you had level five, level six, different levels on max. But here, it was, you got max and you got close. Anyway, had went to, um, I got sent to West High, uh, maximum security prison, and ended up ended up staying there for about uh, three three and a half years in solitary confinement. Uh, no human contact except the police would, would come in. They would shackle and handcuff you, walk you to the shower, lock you in three times a week. They had a cage outside that they locked you in, a concrete slab. You, you had a couple of cages beside of you so you could kind of see people sometimes and talk to them, but not no really no human interaction as far as that goes. And and, and people say, man, how did you deal with that? And I'm like, well, look, that's the greatest place, the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And uh, it was the place that I went to that I couldn't run no more. And, and now we'll get to the best part of the testimony, not all the crime and stuff like that, of course, and, and, the, and the things that was done wrong. But uh, but in that cell, uh, the organization I was a part of, I got me a cell phone and I got back up to running drugs, even even from a prison cell. Um, at one time, held the highest rank of, of the organization in, in Tennessee on the, on the streets and was running it from a prison cell. And so I was just involved in, in, in what we were doing. And um, during this time, I was using cocaine, was using morphine, but I wasn't shooting it, wasn't using the needle, but I was uh, snorting it, you know, and, and, and the marijuana and things like that. But I remember this voice speaking to me while I'm in this cell. And um, this voice would, would, would speak to me and he would say, I love you and these people that you're involved with, he said, they're gonna turn on you one day. He said, but I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And I thought, what is this? Is this, is this, I could hear his voice, mm-hmm. and I remember my grandma. My grandma was a, a she. We always call her the rock of the family, you know, people. But but she was one of my greatest enablers. Uh, her mother, grandmother, grandmother, grandma had already died, but she was one of my greatest enablers. Not to blame her, but but for those of you out there that are enabling people, you know, it's a, it's a hindrance to what God's wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember her getting getting cancer, terminally ill with cancer, and. Uh, and I talked to her on the phone. One of the last conversations I had with her, Brother Greg, was uh, she said, Derek, she said, all I ever want to do is see you straighten up. I said, Granny, I'm going to straighten up. The last time I ever talked to her, I said, I promise you, I'm going to straighten up. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and all, all this time, all this is playing back. Now, Now this before, before stuff really didn't bother me. You know, I, I could steal, I could rob, I could lie, I could cheat, I could, I could mm-hmm. do anything to you. It didn't bother me. Yeah. didn't affect me. Not at all. Yeah. I was cold, cold. And uh, in that sense, and then all of a sudden something started happening. All this stuff started playing back in my mind. I thought, man, the last time I seen my grandma and grandpa, one of the last times I stole a vehicle and took it to their house with no care of them, no, 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 didn't didn't care anything about them. 
and I'd went in probably to get some money off of her, bum some money or something, and I'd sat down in the chair that day, and uh, when I woke up, I was burning, and I was couldn't breathe. I remember that, and I had all kinds of people on me. Long story short, when, when they finally got me up, I realized there was like six cops there, and uh, they by their test, I had to go back and I had to talk to them about what happened because I'd passed out where I'd been up on methamphetamines for about two weeks. And uh, when I sat down in the in the chair, I'd passed out that day. But all this is, I'm in this cell, understand? I'm in this maximum security cell now. This conviction, this voice is speaking to me, telling me that he loves me. And I'm replaying all this now. Now I'm starting to have a conscience about it when I never did before. Yeah. Now all this stuff is starting to happen. Even through the drugs, this conviction was on me. And I couldn't drink. I mean, I was drinking, I was, I was, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't like it was It was not working no more. Yeah. And all this was going going on at this time, and this voice kept speaking to me. And I know it was Jesus now, and I knew it then, but but he, just, it kept, he kept saying it in just the most loving, didn't condemn me, didn't say, well, you're no good sinner, you're going to hell. I, I knew that. Yeah. I need to weigh out of it. Yeah. You know? And he, he just tell me, I love you, and these people that you're involved with, he said, they're going to turn on you one day. He said, but I'll never leave you, and I'll never forsake you. Wow. And, and so I'm thinking about this, and, and what happened was with, to, to go back to them thoughts of me. The last time I was with my grandma and grandpa was sitting in their chair, and they said, when the police come in to wake me up, and they said, I hit that first police. I had an aggravated assault on police. I didn't realize it, what I was doing. And when I did that, of course, I got the worst end of that deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sprayed me with mace, and that's why I was burning. They choked me out, got me up. So that, you know, that, that was my last time. My grandparents seen me, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm in the cell. Now she's dying, and no chance to ever show her anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I always say this: I was in deep, and Jesus came and He led me. He led me about. Yeah. Had no hope, but I hit the I hit that place, you know that that place of godly sorrow, that, that that true place of repentance. I remember the revelation of eternity. I was by the bunk one day, and even through the drugs, like I said, the conviction got so strong that the drugs wasn't working no more to even numb it. Wow. You know, the alcohol, I could drink it, and it wouldn't even, and, and you say alcohol in prison. Yeah, I had like four or five people cooking my whiskey. I was feeding them with tobacco, marijuana, wow. and, and I was drinking five days a week, six wow. days a week in a, in a maximum security prison cell. Wow. Loved to drink, so I'd keep them up with what they needed, and they kept me up with what I needed, and it didn't work no more. And I remember standing by the bunk one day and the revelation of eternity like it opened up in my heart that day for the first time it it was almost like it sucked the breath out of me brother Greg Mm -hmm. and I sat down on the bunk that day and I said my God hell's real I said I'm going to hell and I deserve it that that was the first time that I I, I settled it I'm like I deserve to be in hell I don't I don't and it was like a peace. I know it sounds crazy, but it was like a peace. The revelation, I knew it was real. I knew I was going there. And I knew I deserved it. Here's his voice. I love you. These people that you're involved with, they're going to turn on you one day. But I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. This went on for, you know, all this is going on for probably months. And then finally one day I made me an altar in the, in the cell. 
and uh, got down on my knees in that cell. I always say this, it happened in my heart for it. I let go of the world. I let go. Praise God. Man, sorry, listeners. I'm just emotional right now. Oh, man. But I'd, I'd let go of my heart. I didn't want no more of it. I died that day. And I came up from that prayer, Brother Greg, and I wasn't a drug addict no more. Praise God. I repented of my sins that day and I got saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And that day I died. But that day I, I received life that day. Praise God. I remember after I got up from that prayer, I walked around and I thought, you know what, I got to confess every sin that I ever did. I didn't know no different. I didn't have no preacher standing there. Yeah. I didn't have nobody there to to minister to me, disciple me, or none of that. But I knew this Jesus that spoke to me, he was real. Because yeah. he did something nobody else could do. Yeah. He did something nobody could do. Yes. He set me free. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And I got up from that prayer. And I remember walking around for days just confessing every sin that I could ever remember. I probably didn't have to do that, but I felt like I needed to. Just to acknowledge it. I knew he forgave me, but I just walked around. I said, Lord, I did this, and I'm sorry. Yep. From the earliest memory, and it wasn't long after that that, that I began to walk around that cell. I began to question. I said, why did I ever do drugs? And it was like the Holy Ghost was ministering to me and teaching me at that moment. And I would go back to the earliest memory, and I would deal with them. From my father not being there, from sexual abuse, from yep. from abuse, physical, yep. mental. And he started showing me things, and I started dealing with them. Yep. The next day, day or two, after I had repented, I know I'm going back and forth, but the white supremacist literature that I had in my cell, I had stacks of it that I'd fed myself with for like 10 years and indoctrinated myself with. He said, you need to get that out of your cell. And I just had a knowing. And uh, and I did. I got it out. I always say that uh, I was in deep, and Jesus came, and he led me. He yes. led me out. Praise God. Well, Derek, we're going to go to tomorrow's episode. Just if you would, just pray for those listening today, please. So, Father, we, we just, man, I know you're ministering to the people right now. Yeah. Father, I pray those that are under conviction right now. I pray those that's listening here. That God, if they think they went too far, if they think they've done too much, Lord, there's no place that you can't reach. There's no, there's no depth that you can't reach to. I believe that with all my heart. So Father, I ask you to reach down into their hearts and, and, and just touch them in a special way to let them know that there's hope. There's hope that you love them with an everlasting love. You said you'd never leave us, you'd never forsake us, that you are the good shepherd. And we thank you, God, for this opportunity. And Father, we just pray that you'll just saturate them in your love today. And uh, 
Lord, we just thank you for this time in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We're looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, we love you all. And if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. And please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.